Being able to effectively talk to, negotiate, and ultimately make an offer to a motivated seller is an essential skill as a wholesaler and a real estate investor. On this video, I'm gonna break down the four objectives to accomplish when talking to sellers and making offers, and then you're gonna to get to see me put it in action on a real live deal so it really hits home for you. So get ready to learn how to make an offer to a motivated seller coming up. For a limited time, you can get a free copy of Jerry Norton's Deal Analyzer software, which runs the numbers on any property for you in seconds. Get it now at MyDealAnalyzer.com. If you're new here, I'm Jerry Norton and I went from dead broke to millionaire flipping houses. And after doing a thousand deals, I created this channel to help you master the art of wholesaling and flipping real estate so you can live your dream life. Be sure to subscribe and click the bell icon to get notified when new videos are released. One of the biggest challenges for new and seasoned wholesalers alike is knowing what to say and how to say it when talking to motivated sellers. But when it really comes down to it, there are only four things that you really need to find out in order to progress from a lead to a deal. Let's discuss each one and then cut to a live call where you can see it in action. The first thing you wanna find out is the seller's motivation or the problem. In other words, why does the seller want to sell their property? You want to understand why the seller is not willing to list their home for sale with a real estate agent and try to get the property's full market value. Remember, a motivated seller has a compelling reason to sell their property at a discount, as is, quickly and for all cash. Finding out that reason is what lets you know if the seller is in fact motivated. Now, once you establish the significance of the problem, you can effectively determine if the seller is in fact motivated or not, which lets you know if you should continue with the conversation or get off the phone. Now, finding out why the seller is motivated is important so that you can use that information to best structure the deal. For example, if the seller is in pre-foreclosure, and the auction is next Friday, then you know that the number one priority is to get the deal done in 10 days. Whereas if the seller wants to downsize because they are older and the property is too much to keep up on, then maybe finding a new place to live is gonna be the seller's main priority. Simply ask the seller, why do you want to sell your property? Now, usually that is enough to get the seller talking and sharing. If the reason doesn't seem urgent or like there isn't a lot of distress, then a powerful follow-up question I like to ask is, why don't you want to list your home for sale with a real estate agent? Now, most sellers know that they'll get a higher price if they go on market, so asking this question draws out more information. Maybe the property is in too much disrepair that it can't sell retail and they don't wanna do any repairs. Maybe it's really messy and they don't wanna clean it up. Maybe they're embarrassed by how it looks and they don't wanna go public and they don't want their friends and neighbors seeing pictures of their home on the internet. Maybe they don't wanna pay all of the commissions to a real estate agent and deal with the headache of showings and inspections. It could be any number of reasons. In fact, if the seller wants more than I can pay in cash and they're not in any urgent distress, I have a powerful strategy for still making money on the lead. Now keep watching and I'll share that strategy at the end of this video. Now the second thing you wanna find out when talking to a seller is the condition of the property. This is important in order to arrive to a legitimate offer price. You can't calculate your maximum allowable offer or MAO if you don't know what it's gonna to cost to fix up the home. Now as a wholesaler, don't overthink this part. For now, you wanna quickly get to a ballpark cost of repairs. 
Now, if you have my deal analyzer tool with built-in repair algorithm, it will instantly calculate the cost of repairs on any house. And if you'd like that for free, I'll put the download link in the description below for you. But the fastest way to know what level of rehab is needed is to see pictures, but depending on what your processes are and if the lead has been pre-qualified, you more than likely haven't seen any pictures. Now on my deal I'm using as a case study on this video, my VA pre-qualified the lead and asked some basic questions about the condition. Now I also went back and looked at the pictures when he bought it years ago to at least get an idea. I'll often ask the seller to send me pictures. And I even have a property walkthrough guide to get the seller to give me all of the detailed information that I need. And if you'd like that for free as well, I'll give it to you. I'll put the download link in the description below. But I never want to let not having pictures prevent me from coming up with a cost of repairs and prevent me from making an offer. I can still arrive at a cost of repairs simply by asking questions and making some high level assumptions. Here are a list of questions I like to ask. How long have you owned the property? Is anyone living in the property right now? What's the general condition of the house? Are there any major or minor repairs you haven't mentioned that need to be done? What's the condition of the roof and windows? Have the kitchen or bathrooms been updated within the last three years? How old is the furnace and water heater? Is there anything else you think I should know about the property? By asking these questions, you can determine if the rehab needed is light, average or heavy. And then if you have my deal analyzer tool, you can quickly calculate the cost of repairs. Now, the third thing you want to find out when talking to a seller is the time frame they want to sell their home. Now, this may be uncovered during the motivation stage, but you want to find out how soon they are looking to sell their home. Do they need to close by Friday to avoid foreclosure? Or do they want to sell when their daughter graduates high school and she's 12 right now? The question I like to ask is, if we were to agree on a price that you are happy with, when would you like to close on the sale of your property? Now, this is a powerful question because it's difficult for a seller to avoid answering. And finally, the fourth and last thing you want to find out is price. Now, for most people, price is the most difficult and it's the part that people really screw up. The fear is if I offer too low, I'll offend the seller and lose the deal. And if I offer too high, I'll leave money on the table or maybe not have a deal. So it creates a lot of anxiety and it's your anxiety that kills the deal, not your low offer because lack of confidence is always communicated through the phone. Now, I recently got a deal under contract and accepted with a seller who wanted 145 initially and I ended up getting the deal for 110. Now, I'll probably do a video about it because it's a great teaching opportunity. But after our initial call, she Googled me and found my YouTube channel. And then on our follow-up call, she said, I didn't know I was talking to a millionaire. Now, I thought she was going to use that against me when it came to price. In other words, you're so rich, why can't you pay me more? But because I exuded confidence, I got the deal for 110 When it comes to price, get to your number and own it. I like to follow the old adage, he who names the price first loses. So I try to get the seller to name their price first and then work from there. Now this doesn't always work, so there are two strategies I follow to give my price to the seller. First, I like to use logic or data to justify my low offer. In other words, I use comps to help the seller see why my offer is what it is. You'll see me do this on the call we cut to in a minute, so keep watching. This works really well if the seller is open-minded, reasonable, and analytical. It doesn't work if the seller is emotionally attached or not open-minded. 
The second strategy that I like to use when it comes to price is to build a case for my low offer by contrasting a cash offer to a retail offer. Now I'll compare the difference between my super convenient as is, no closing fees, close quickly, all cash offer to all of the time, energy and effort and cost it will take to get a retail buyer. This often helps the seller see the value in a lower cash offer over a higher retail offer. So now what I wanna do is cut to a live call I did with a private seller so you can look over my shoulder and I want you to specifically look for and watch me uncover the seller's motivation, condition of the property, time frame, and price. Now it's not in perfect order because conversations aren't always in exact order, but I want you to see if you can identify how I uncover those four things and be sure to stay to the end because you're gonna see me do a bonus technique on that call for how I can still make money if the seller wants more than I can pay cash. Okay, let's cut to the call. Doing great, thank you, thank you. Wanted to talk to you about your property on Delarosa. Okay. Yeah, so are you, are you currently living there? Yep. Okay, yep. yep, and you've been there about 14 years, looks like? Yep. Yeah, all right. Great. And you're looking to sell. What's, uh, what's your reason for selling? What, what's going on? Uh, we're just looking to relocate, move a little north. Uh-huh. Stay, staying in Michigan, though? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And let me ask you, what, why, why not list with a real estate agent? What's, what are you thinking? Sam, what what I could get for it uh, as is. Yeah. I don't want to put the money into it. Mm-hmm. You know, it needs a few things. Sure. I know what they're, I know what they're going for on my street and my sub. And- mm-hmm. Yeah, you're definitely right about that. Because if you list, then, you know, you'll pay all the commissions and closing fees. And more than likely, you'll have to do some work on it. A buyer's going to want they're going to come back and hit you with an inspection list and all that. Right. Right. I mean, that's, that is the nice thing about what we do is we can just, we'll buy it as is for cash. You don't got to do anything, you know, but what can you tell me about it? I know Jake, Jake talked to you a little bit about it, but uh, I mean, what would you say it needs in work? Like what, what things are kind of the big ticket items? Mm-hmm. You know, it needs new uh, carpeting or hardwood floors. And uh, basically through the whole house. Yeah. <clears throat> so carpet, and, per- carpet pergo and paint. Floors. Carpet and paint, yeah. Carpet and paint. You got some pergo floors. Basement's half finished, you said. Yep. But what? how's the roof? How's windows? Anderson, a few Andersons, and the rest wall side windows, and they're mm-hmm. all good. And are those are those cabinets still like that that light? It's like that white oak cabinet. Cabinet in the kitchen? in the kitchen, yeah, your kitchen cabinets. Uh, I saw the listing when you bought it. I just looked up when you bought it, and it showed like a kind of like a lighter, almost like a white, kind of like a whitish cabinet. Yep. That's it. Yeah. yeah okay. Uh, Lafadas. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. What are you thinking is your timeline? Like, how quickly are you looking to do something? 
Assuming we agreed on a number, like, are you looking at 30 days? As soon as I find something, you know. Uh-huh. And you would, so you, are you looking to take your, better. are you looking to take your proceeds from the sale of this to be able to get into your next deal? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it looks like you got a little equity in it. I mean, if you've got around what, 140 left on your mortgage. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Okay. Well, what do you think it'll sell for? I mean, you know, your neighborhood, what do you think the, the value is of your home? All the cosmetic stuff done. They're going for uh, two fifty mm-hmm. to two to two seventy in this. So, yeah. Did you see that one that sold recently right on your street on Delarosa? No. Yeah, there's a there's a rehab that uh, someone someone went in and completely updated it, like all new, everything new, and it sold for two fifty eight. Right on Delarosa, oh. same house, same same uh, you know ranch style with the bumped out garage oh, okay i know which one you're talking about that's what they got for it, eh? yeah i could i could tell you exactly what the address was but yeah right on your street on Delarosa. so that's kind of like what i was basing off of on the back end you know okay gotcha yeah it's not not far from you <laughs> a couple houses down <laughs> yeah i know which one it is now yep exactly uh uh-huh it was i think it was listed at 260 so they got almost what they wanted for yeah and it's it's like it's like identical to your house like exactly same floor plan square footage all of that yep yeah so but no no pool no pool it's got a big screened in thing in the back kind of like what you what you have but but they like finished it but yeah no pool but pools are tricky in 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 Michigan. Like it's either it kind of it kind of hurts you with some buyers, and it helps you. It's kind of neutral, you know. Like right, it's not like Arizona where it's a huge bonus. It's kind of like neither neither good nor bad. It just takes the right buyer, you know. Yep. Because you only have like three days out of the summer that are any good for swimming. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, especially in Michigan. Well, given that it needs like a rehab and that you can resell it for like two, you know, two fifty eight, two sixty, to maybe two sixty five, somewhere around there. I mean, what do you think's a number that would work for you to sell it right now, cash, close quickly, or close when you want? You know, no closing fees, no commissions, none of that. Uh, two twenty five would be the lowest I'd go. 225? Yep. Okay. Yeah, that's probably a little high for what I what I've got to do because if you think about it, if I buy it for 225, you know, I'm probably going to have to spend about 40 on a rehab if I do if I make it match that comp that sold for 258. Okay. So you can see that'd be a little tight, right, to to make that work. And yep. if you if you were to sell it for 250 with commissions and closing fees, you're it's kind of the same as that anyway, right? Cause they're, cause your commissions are going to be, you figure if you go retail with it, you're going to, you're going to, you need to factor about 8%, which is six in commissions and another two, let's just call it in closing fees just to be safe. Right. So, you know, at two twenty five on market, 
you're going to spend almost 20 grand in fees to get it sold at 225 on market. Gotcha. Yeah. So for me, I would, you know, if I, if I could be like around 200, then that would be, that would make sense for me to come in with cash, buy it as is, you know, but you would walk with two there so that you wouldn't have to factor in time showings, somebody hitting you up with a, with a list of repairs, none of that stuff. Gotcha. Uh, I would have to talk about it with my wife and think about it. Uh huh. But uh, you know that's not a uh, unreasonable price, you know. Well, no. Well, again, you know, two 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 twenty is the same as two for me. See what I mean? Oh, so. Okay. If you if you hire an eight, a real estate agent and you get two twenty five, which fixed up is two fifty eight, so you could see how, you know, maybe a do it yourselfer is okay to come in and buy it in its current condition at two, let's say two twenty five, you're really netting two hundred anyway, or two oh five, you know what I mean? You're you're right there where I'm at anyway. Yep. So why deal with the drama? Mm-hmm. That's all. Gotcha. So, I mean, it's kind of, to me anyway, I mean, if you just run the numbers, it kind of makes, it kind of makes a lot of sense. It's, but again, I'm just straight, I'm just straight giving you the numbers and then you, you know, you got to decide obviously, but, but, but you can't, you can't, I mean, how do you, how do you, you can't really argue with a 258 comp on your street. That's basically a cookie cutter version of your house right i mean like there's nothing there's no better data than a than a comp at 258 on your three doors down (laughs) you know right (laughs) so yeah they they did a little bit more than this one would need yeah they did a good rehab on it i mean there's like beams in the main room they i don't know if those were there before but if you look at, I could, I could send you the, the listing, but I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, um, I looked at it. Yeah. When I mean, it was up. Nice curb appeal, nice, like nice rehab, open, new flooring, new kitchen, new appliances, everything new. Gotcha. And they got, and they sold it for two fifty eight. Right. Okay, like I said, I, I'll talk it over with my wife and I'll think about it and I'll, mm-hmm. I'll get back to you. Okay. If she, uh, if she's on board, is that, does that make sense? Is that something you'd want to consider? Cause if it is, then we'll, you know, I'll send my guy out to just do a quick walkthrough with you, verify, you know, nothing crazy is going on. And, and then we could, we could kind of work with you on when you'd want to close We're you know, I'm flexible. So I get it that you want to, you, in fact, we can help you with that as well. Cause we are licensed in the area too. So if you want some help on, finding a new house, we can help you find that and make the offer and all of that as, as an agent, you know, and then we can time the closings. Uh So that's the other thing that would be, you can't really do that if you go retail, because if you try to sell your house, a buyer is going to want to move into it as quick as they can, but then you want them to wait until you're ready. So that's another benefit of me is we can actually help you find your next house get that house under contract, schedule the closing, and then close ours at the same time. So then you take your proceeds from ours to buy your next one. See what I mean? Yep. 
And exactly. I mean, it's just whole, the whole, we could do the whole thing turnkey if you want. Okay. Where, what city are you looking when you move? Uh, Northern Shelby. Oh, okay. So not far. No. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So you're going to need an agent to find, to make an offer on something, aren't you? Oh yeah. I know. You know, this is my third house. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, we'd love to, if you're not working with somebody, we'd love to work with you on that too. We can, we can help you find a good deal. In fact, you know, we're, we're doing a lot of deals, so we may even know of something or anyway, we can, we can help you on the, on your buy side too. Okay. Sounds great. Okay. Like I said, I got to work over there. I'm in the middle of something right now and uh, I'll get back to you. Okay. When can I follow, when can I expect to hear back from you? Uh, by Monday. Okay. So if you thought it was helpful to see that live call in action and watch me uncover those four things, leave a comment and say, Jerry, thank you for providing the best content on YouTube. You are a flipping genius. Your validation really inspires me to keep working hard and making videos. But in all seriousness, let me know your biggest takeaway from the call. Okay, so now let's discuss my bonus strategy. I hope you caught how I handled that he wanted a higher price. Now, I offered to list his property for sale for him. Now, you do have to have a real estate license to do this, but hypothetically, if I list and sell his property retail for, let's say, $240,000 and earn a 3% commission, that would be $7,200. Of course, I'm an investor, not an active real estate agent, so I could have my staff manage the listing agent work for me, or I could refer the listing to another agent and split the commission and at least earn $3,600 as a referral. Now, for this reason alone, it's worth getting your real estate license as a wholesaler. Now, if you think it's pretty sweet to make money on a lead you can't buy for cash, leave a comment and say, you know what to say? Jerry, you are a flipping genius. And to really drive home these four objectives to accomplish when talking to sellers, I want you to watch a video I did with wholesaling expert Brent Daniels. Now in that video, we talk more about the four objectives as well as what not to say to sellers. So watch that video now. And if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to my channel. With over 600 videos, this is the number one channel on YouTube for all things wholesaling and flipping. And I'll see you on the next video.